much to me that they didn't just act it. It's something that is real. And in case you have not seen it before, I can say I went through that. And if going through that, I am here right now, that I know that it has not even started with me, right? That means I don't know the excuses that you're giving yourself, but I want to introduce to you Jesus who can change your life, who can change your situation, and who can make a home beautiful regardless of what you've been through. And then again, it shows what the children go through in marriages. Sometimes, most times, the, 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 the narrative is more like, hey, I, my spouse, my spouse. There's always somewhere where along the line you forget what the children are going through. There's a reason why God will place children, right, in the confines of a home. It's because the home, the family, is supposed to provide growth, nurturing, support, defense, protection, teaching. The home is, is that bedrock for the child to grow well. And the devil knows that for every home, for every child in every home, they are to bruise his head. Don't forget that pronouncement by God in the book of Genesis chapter 3, right? He said they are to bruise his what? His head. And so he will do everything in his power to ensure that the home doesn't stand. So that the children, the offspring from such homes will not bruise his head. You can imagine if every home stands, imagine how many bruises the devil will have over his head. Because from some homes we have seven, we have ten, we have eleven, right? Children, I mean, right? And then we have seven, we have two, three, one. Even if it is one, it doesn't want it to stand. You can imagine how much it stood against that home. It didn't still happen. It still went ahead to cause sibling rivalry between Cain and Abel and then Cain killed Abel so that he would just have one bruise. Can you imagine until you understand the taxes of the devil and to understand the agenda of God when it comes to marriage, when it comes to family, you will know it's a call to selflessness. It's a call to battle to fight the devil and not your spouse. Do you understand? Do you get that? It is a call to teamship. It is a call that come, there is an agenda that we must have children and peradventure we don't even have. Our team will still bruise the devil's head because we are some people's children. So when you have a home, when you are married or you are looking forward to marriage, it is not about me, myself and I. Because until you get to that state and understand the, uh, the agenda of God in this dispensation, in, in this time that we are in, the devil is doing everything, giving every legal excuse for you not to stay in that marriage, for you to compare it to be a flame. For you to compare it to be a storm. For you to compare it to be thunder. For you to compare it to be a cedar of Lebanon that cannot be broken through. Or maybe a wall that you can't break through. For you to compare it with a flood and say, I've had enough. For you not to even see a way out. Forgetting that Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I'm telling you, the devil will block everything that you know about God. Just 
to ensure that your home does not stand. And you must say to the devil, I have a God whose voice turns and, and tears and breaks the cedar of Lebanon. I have a God whose voice alone shakes a forest. I have a God whose voice alone shakes the wilderness. That regardless of the challenges that I have in my home right now, regardless of the challenges of my life, I have a God that when he comes, he speaks. You know there cannot be presence of a voice without a person. Don't you know? So when we are talking about the voice of God, we are talking about the presence of God. We are talking about the presence of God. When that challenge is too much, when it looks as if you want to drown, look around, is God here? Because where God is, the storm cannot thrive. Because where God is, his voice will speak peace. Where God is, he will calm the storm. Where God is, you cannot go through the waters and be drowned when God is with you. The evidence of God being with you is understanding his mind, his agenda. Father, the entrance of your word gives light and understanding to the simple. Every heart right here today is a fertile ground. As you receive the word, it will grow. It will grow and then you will have fruits to show for it. In the name of Jesus. Fruit in the strength of your character. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can you say that to your mind and say, my mind is receptive. My mind, you see, for a mind to be receptive, you must be humble enough to hear it. My mind is receptive. I love the story of different chapters that I'm just going to hope um, this morning, but I have a very short time, so I wanted to just follow me quickly, closely, and maybe you should even write it down, okay? Uh, for Samuel chapter 16, we looked at that last week, and it was about the fact that David was chosen, right? Um, verse 1 says that the Lord spoke to Samuel and said, How long will you mourn? Today here, maybe you are here heartbroken, Maybe you are here looking for a solution somewhere, somehow, and you have been on that matter. I want to speak the word of God to you this morning that says, how long will you mourn? Because now there is a solution. And then God presented the solution to Samuel. He said, I have, I have chosen for me another king of one of Jesse's sons. You get up there and you go. See, when God tells you to stop mourning, that means the solution is here, right? So you must be ready to receive that solution. You must be ready to embrace it. I hear in my spirit, someone is, you, you, you're fighting your, for your right. <laughs> you're fighting for your right. See, I just told you about the agenda of God when it comes to marriage. The agenda of God is not about gender. The reason why you're fighting for your, uh, for, for your rights is because you think that your gender deserves some rights. It is genderless. Because if it is about gender, Deborah will not arise. If it is ab about gender, certain people will not show up in the lineage of Jesus Christ. If it is about gender, Mary and all the women that were instrumental to Jesus's ministry, funding, helping, they will not be there. So put down that fighting for rights and choose peace instead. 
Choosing right does not deliver peace. I just have to tell someone, first, seek peace. Amen. 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 So we are still in 1 Samuel. I did not open it. So if you're there, you can just go ahead and let us read it. But very quickly. And then he told, he said, I have chosen for me a son. One of sons, uh, Jesse's son. He didn't specify which of them really. And so he moved immediately. And that tells me that your obedience to God is per instruction. You don't wait for the end of it. If first God says, okay, calm down, then first thing, oh, let me calm down. Then after coming down, you will hear the next thing. Not say, okay, after coming down, then what next? What next? Because at that time, you are not even calm. Because he wants you to be calm, to even receive. Isn't it? Well, after coming down here, the time is coming down. What next? After coming? No, that is not the situation. When you want to walk with God, you walk with God moment by moment. Hallelujah. In that way, we are walking by faith. That is what it means. Okay? Walking moment by moment, walking by instructions. And without faith, you cannot please God. Amen. All right, so he provided that, and then, okay, Samuel then wanted to go. Then he said, hey, if Saul should hear this, because we still have a crown king, he's going to kill me. He said, don't worry, and God gave him a strategy. Again and again, I don't know what you're looking around for. Sometimes your solution is in the place of sitting and engaging God and let him open your mind and your heart. But if you are too busy, if you are too clumsy, if you are too impatient that you can't do that, there can never be a solution to whatever it is that you're going through. You know, sometimes, um, yeah, I mean, to the counseling, therapy and all, and by the time I want to ask questions, sometimes it's, it's, it's just complicated. The next thing I just say, just start somewhere. Anywhere, whatever comes to your mind, just pick it up and start talking. So maybe your situation is complicated. And because it's complicated for you, you think it's complicated for God. It is not. Start somewhere and say, God, this is the issue. This one, number one. By the time it's done, you will be shocked that every other thing would have been settled. And so he gave him a strategy. He said, go and say you want to sacrifice, you know, consecration. And then he called, he went to Bethlehem. The elders of Bethlehem met him, you know. Samuel was the prophet, right? And everybody, he said, hey, Samuel is there. What is it? Do you have any news? Any this, any that? And then they quickly, everyone gathered. The elders gathered. He said, no, I've come to make sacrifices, consecration. So he told Jesse, come with your sons. Jesse did one thing. He went with his sons, except David. David could have picked an offense. It was tending sheep. I see that part of Jesse as being picky, as having favorites amongst his children. I beg you, don't have favorites. Because that is the beginning of sibling rivalry. Don't be the reason, don't be the one to cause sibling rivalry in your home. Thank God for who David was. Right? He didn't count it anything. See, people who really love God will not even see people's offenses. Rather, they always count it as a blessing. Yet, it was the man that was chosen. And then when Saul, uh, Samuel started wanted to anoint immediately he saw it like, oh wow this must be him he said no to the first to the seventh and then God is still saying no his son then he had to face Jesse do you still have any other son because at this time maybe I have to tell God that he's, maybe you have not sent me because this guy brought all his sons there is none of them here so he had to ask him now do you have any other son he said yes the youngest 
is on the field tennis. He said, we will not sit until he comes. Stand for him. Maybe the child that you look down on is even the one that God has called. You don't know. You really do not know. This is a call to solid parenting of having a balanced parenting. Of not saying, ah, ele ilo jomi. Ele ilo jomi unimo like you. You can hear from the parents. Omo eni, omo mi, omo eni, omo mi. That one brought scholarship. Hey, my son. He didn't even say our son. Amen. Don't always accuse your children. Love them equally because they are children. I want to ask you a reflective question. You are adult here. What would you have said while growing up to yourself? Do you think at some point you were cheated? Do you think at some point you were not loved compared to you? At some point you think some were given preference? Especially maybe the firstborn or the first son. Do you think? But today I present to you the standard of the word of God, which has to be balanced. Please read that particular verse where David came and the Bible described him. Go ahead. First Samuel chapter 16, where David came and the Bible described him. Said he was handsome, ruddy. Right? Let's go read it. Verse what now? 12. So let's go read verse 12. someone that was tending sheep. You know some people used to say, I woke up like this. This guy who was, his, his own situation was that he was walking like that and he was brought in and the Bible describes, you know if the Bible gives, gives attention to description, it's very intentional. Everything in the Bible is more like a summary. So every word is very intentional. Said with bright eyes. Another version said, healthy, good looking, is handsome. His appearance was rude. Solid guy. And yet a whole full guy. Like Even if it has to do with the physique, Jesse ought to have sent for him since. I get one pick away, fine. Come, come. It's part, of, it's part of them. But he didn't even look at that. I want to plead with you. Maybe you've gone through that somehow and you felt you lost um, opportunities today that the Lord will grant you the grace to forgive in the name of Jesus. Because really, look at where you are today. Is it not to his grace? Was it by your power? Is it by your power, your might? No, he has still chosen you. Because sometimes unforgiveness, are you listening, will hinder God's blessings. And I don't want that to hinder you from today in the name of Jesus. Let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 22. Because we will be praying this morning. I would love to go ahead more right into that particular chapter. That chapter 16 that we spoke about. Talking about the father from the one to the two to the three. And I realized that God is a God that will never give up on you. Right? He will what? Never give up on you. Please don't give up on yourself. If your God has not given up on you, don't do what? 
give up on yourself. That means don't even give the excuse of your family, whatever is happening in your family. Don't give that as an excuse not to express your God-given talents, gifts, grace. Children, I'm speaking that to you as well. Amen. Don't say, because my parent, because my parent. From that drama, we could see how children. He said, oh, children are the heritage of God. Um, I think Psalm 126, Psalm 127. said, like arrow in the hand of the warrior. They are what? They are like children. They will not miss their target. That means children can help to also intercede. If you bring up your children in the way of God, or even you, you can intercede for your parents. You can stand in the gap and ask for love to be restored. We can see what they did and it happened. I want to tell you, without sense of pride, but to the glory of God, that was what I did for my parents. So when I said, like, your life was being played like a movie, that's what just happened. But it looked as if they used how many minutes now? But this happened... for in the space of 15, 16 years before the reconciliation. You know, they said that after three months, sometimes the problem will go ahead for a long time. But I tell you, though weeping may endure for a night, joy comes in the morning. You must understand that when God says he will do it, he will do it. Don't give up. I don't know how hard it is right now. Maybe your description is like, I'm going through hell, PF. You don't understand. But I want to tell you, that hell you are going through, God knows. And he hears it. And he's doing something about it already. Do it with him. Amen. Psalm 29. Okay, I said 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 22. And that's talking about even the birth of this Samuel. Samuel kept hearing God. You know, he was a prophet, right? He was a prophet and then he saw Samuel. He, saw, he was just a prophet, a man of God. And I realized that Samuel had been hearing God for a long time. Till when he was what? He was a child. And it was just not any child. It was a promised child of one who has been looking up to God for the fruit of the womb, Hannah. Today we'll be doing a lot of things together. And I want us to, right where you are. See, the Bible says that children, they are God's reward. That every home that is seeking to be blessed with the fruit of the womb, the voice of heaven can hear your voice. And we are doing this together in what? In unity. That Father, you will bless these homes. You will visit them in the mighty name of Jesus. Today we are doing thanksgiving, even for the children. That Lord, they will come and they will come with their shields rejoicing in the mighty name of Jesus. And that there is a collapse of season. Please, are you opening your mouth? Are you praying right now? Come on, go ahead. You can remember, you know people, whoever, begin to stand in that gap. I need you to understand that they are gifts, that the devil's head needs to be bruised, if not for anything. There is divine visitation in the house this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not lose hope. You will not lose hope. You will not lose hope in the name of Jesus. You will not lose hope in Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Psalm 29, we'll be praying that. And I remember the book of Malachi chapter 2 verse 15 that says that God wants godly children from our union. Now, there can't be godly children without a godly home. 
if you are not godly, if by mistake you have a godly child, someone somewhere has actually influenced that child. From the drama, the guy was influenced by his friend in school, at school, right? And so that can happen anywhere. I want us to pray for divine encounters for our children. By association, divine encounter. Even by them being planted in hope, divine encounter. In the mighty name of Jesus, you know how you come to meet with the Lord. My children shall be taught of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, my children, they are taught of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, divine encounter, divine encounter, divine encounter in the name of Jesus. Every of their troubles, even when it comes to the marriage of their parents, we speak peace to it right now. To every storm, we speak peace. Peace, understanding, love, restoration into these homes in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, shadow hand the legged also. Please quickly go to Psalm 127 verse 3. And I want you to read it out. There's someone with a mic. Just read Psalm 127 verse 3. Before we start praying. It's a day of prayer and yet a, thing, a day of thanksgiving. He said, my house shall be called house of prayer. So I'm sure we can't retire. So if someone there, just quickly read out. Behold, children are heritage of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward. Go ahead, you can go to the next verse. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior, so are children of one's youth. Next. Happy is the man who has his quiver full, full of, of them. them. Hallelujah. Shall not be ashamed. Amen. Shall speak with the enemies At gates. Amen. We take away every reproach, every shame. I don't know what name as you have been called, barren, whatever. The Bible said that none shall be barren in the land. I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. He is going to take away every reproach. He is changing your name in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be ashamed. You will not be put to shame. Rekabashka andazata. Lezotoma limbrokaba. Your quiver will be full of them. And is anyone you are standing in the gap with? Marika boshakata. Lerezotoma. Today we put an end to every plan of the enemy to truncate or to take away your joy. He says, Happy is the man. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. What has held you down?
now, perpetually, making you sad. I say today, every situation turns around in the mighty name of Jesus. Today, everything turns around for your good. Hey, Rabba Shakatayagada, Reba Lezo Tomashi Prokaba Ligados, Majemba Ligados, Tayaraba. You will be called fruitful, you will be called blessed in the name of Jesus. Hey, say, I am blessed. Declare, I am blessed. Happy is the man who has his quiver full of them. Your joy will be full. Your joy will be full. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Isaiah 65 verse 23. We'll be praying for our children. Isaiah 65. Before we wrap up, man, legados, ajakada hada zata. I was sought by those who did not ask for me. I was found by those who did not seek me. I said, Here I am, here I am, to a nation that was not called by my name. I have stretched out my hands all day long to a Verse 23. Isaiah 65, verse 23. Verse 23, okay. They shall not labor in vain, nor bring forth children for trouble. For they shall be the descendants of the blessed of the Lord, and their offsprings with them. Do you know what I, I, I want to just start from verse 19? From verse 19 down, and then you begin to read and personalize. Listen to these words. If you like, write it down. Go ahead and pray it again at home. Amen. Let's go. I will rejoice in Jerusalem. I will rejoice. Put your name. Put your name. Put I your honor name. Of joy in my people. The Lord will joy in me. The voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in her. In the me. voice of weeping shall no longer be heard in me. Nor no the voice me. of crying. Nor the voice of crying. No more shall an infant from them live but a few days. Hallelujah. Amen. Nor an old woman has not fulfilled his days. Amen. For the child shall die 100 years old. Amen. But the sinner being 100 years old shall be accursed. Amen. They shall build houses and inhabit them. Amen. No longer. Plant no vineyard. longer, wait, sir. No longer will you build and another person inhabit. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Amen. I say you will eat the fruit of your labor. Your sleepless nights while your babies are, where your babies are, you will eat the fruit of your labor. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, you will rejoice over your children with singing. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead, please, sir. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruits. Hallelujah. They shall not build and another inhabit. Yes, begin to personalize. Go ahead. Open I shall mouth. not plant and another eat. Amen. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people. Hallelujah. And my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. Amen. I shall not labor in vain. I shall not labor in vain. Nor bring forth children for trouble. Nor bring forth children for, for trouble. For they shall be the descendants of the blessed my of the Lord. My children shall be the descendants of the Lord. And their offsprings with them. And even their offspring. That means your great-grandchildren. Your grandchildren. In the mighty name of Jesus. Next, please. It shall come to pass, and it shall come to pass that before I call, before I call God, will answer. God will answer me. And while I'm still speaking, while I am speaking God will hear. He will hear me. The wolf and the lamb shall feed together. Amen. There shall be the, peace. The lion shall eat straw like the horse. Amen. And those shall be the serpent's food. Amen. They shall not, not hurt nor children. destroy. Amen. In, in all my holy mountains, says the Lord. Says the Lord of hosts. 
and so shall it be. Remember, whatever God says, it will surely be. It will surely be. No gain said. It will surely be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, I say it will surely be. That doubt that is standing like a wall in your heart, uh, that is trying to manipulate or trying to bring permutation and combination, uh, trying to create one environment uh, that will suit the word of God to happen. The word of God happens. Remember, even the word was null and void. It was void. It was formless. Uh, but the word of God came. Uh, and so you don't, it is not in your place, not in your responsibility to make situation good before God comes. Uh, as a matter of fact, when he comes, he makes the situation good. Come on, call it into that situation that God, this formless state, this void state, I invite you, visit me in the name of Jesus. Oh, there's a realignment of your destiny, a realignment of your family lineage. I am hearing the word first. Henceforth, you are first in doing great things. You are first in doing great and mighty things because you are chosen of the Lord. You are blessed of the Lord in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that you are the planting of the Lord. You are the planting of the Lord. Say it, I am the planting of the Lord. I am the planting of the Lord. My walls are built with colorful stones in the mighty name of Jesus. Hey, I hear the voice of the Lord. Hey, Kikambi Likedosa, Mashakata, Ragados, Melimbro Kaboshke, Egezeta Yedabosha, Marimba Legedosa, Tayagadosa, Ah, Ah, Malikabosha, Azata Malembregados, Shekedos, Maligadosa, Regados, Atama, Shamba Likedosa. In Jesus' name we are afraid. In Jesus' name we are afraid. Despite the chaos or whatever uh, the separation my parents went through then, there was something my dad would always do. Um, There's time I found him drinking, so I had to ask, why do you drink? He said, I miss your mother. You know, he was probably depressed. All right? But there's something that we always do, and that is family altar. And this morning, I was asleep. I woke up one. Step around 10, I think, thereabouts, past 10. I woke up one. I wanted to pray. I just prayed, then I attended to baby, then finally I slept again. By to three, I woke up. But a song, not even it was even it, it wasn't a song. It was that Psalm, Psalm 29, that came to me. We have Iwearing, you know what Iwearing is? SOP. We have so some of those songs. The song 
oh, God bless you, Becky. Fragrance of grace, God bless you. No, those songs, it just would come. In fact, I was practically singing those songs in Yoruba. <laughs> so this psalm came to me. I, I kept hearing that psalm. I was speaking in my voice till I woke up. Around two, three. And it says that, Oh, Oluwa, Oh, Yahweh, no. Oh, Oluwa, Miagiju. Olorun ogo sunara ohun oluwa ohun faigi kendaria you know i kept hearing it and then it was continuous at some point i thought it was different places in the book of psalms i heard it again that oluwa joko lori awon ison mi o tun ni pe oluwa joko bi oba lai lai ha ka ba shahanda legedos Ricardos, yes. He was enthroned on the flood, Malik, and he sat upon many waters. What water are you going through? You think he will drown? You have God who sits on that water. Victory is sure for you. <laughs> are you listening? He said, the voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. Are you going through fire? No wonder he said that you will not be burned. They will not even smell the smoke on you. The Lord causes the what? The deer to give birth. What is it that you are finding difficult to do? Give birth naturally, birth of a child, you will give birth. You will carry your baby, you will give birth. And then when it comes to your purpose, your career, how difficult do you think it is? That Lord, I know I'm pregnant with this. How do I come? Say so the voice of God. God causes you to bring to birth. Do you understand? Hakamali Brakado Sahande. We are praying this psalm this morning. We are praying this psalm this morning. As instructed of God. And I want you to keep praying it until you see your solution. Until you see your answers. Man, legados. Verse 1 says, give unto the Lord, O you mighty ones. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due to his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. Then he went to say, You are to have full majesty because you are the child of the majestic of God, of God the majestic God. Are you not? Are you not? Maybe you are dealing with low self-esteem. I want to tell you that you are worthy that Jesus Christ died for you, that alone should take your self-esteem away. Never ever look down on yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror like, hey, miti jesu kufu. Are you with me? Hey, miti jesu kufu. Look at yourself from head to toe because you're worth it. And every self-esteem is taken away. I tell that garment. I tell that garment. And you will express your God-given grace in the name of Jesus. I tell that garment. I tell that garment. That garment of shame. That garment of bloodiness. In your heart. In your spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. For a long time I battled it while I was in school.
people will be talking to their father and their mother. I can't talk. And sometimes when I really want to, yeah, I'll just say, my dad, my dad. And at some point, son of my friend, why are you always talking about your dad? You don't even mention your mom. Because I can't mention her because she's only in picture. So it dawned on me that there's, there's supposed to be a complete family of father and mother and their children. I don't, I don't have any. Till at some point I have pushed my dad. I said, dad, you need to remarry because I need a woman. <laughs> Amen. Which he remarried. And to the glory of God, we ha I have two siblings from there doing well, wonderfully. I'm so proud of them. But I realized that I battled that self-esteem. A lot of children are going through that. Each time you fight as a parent, your children are going through it. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Ah, we, we every self-esteem, we, we pull them down. We pull Amen. them down. We pull them down in the name of Jesus. What best way are we? Ah, we need to move on. Hmm. Okay. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes. No, that yes is another affirmation. Do you understand? Do you, you get it? The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes. The Lord splitters the cedars of Lebanon. I don't know what you are fighting to break through. Today it's broken down in the name of Jesus. I say your breakthrough is declared in the mighty name of Jesus. He said it makes them also skip like a calf. <laughs> Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. You know when you're in the wilderness, I think it's a place to be afraid. So the wilderness makes you afraid naturally. Are you with me? Then he said that the Lord shakes the wilderness. That means the, what is making you afraid, the Lord makes it afraid. Do you get it? Should I say it again? What is making you afraid? The Lord makes it afraid. Like I'm here, I'm afraid. Please come. I'm afraid of her. And then PF comes. And look at PF. And then PF is... Do I need to be afraid anymore? Not at all. So what you dread, dreads God. So you have nothing to be afraid of. You have nothing to be afraid of. Amen. So the voice of the Lord makes the dead give birth and strips the forest bear. He exposes the plans of the enemy. He exposes whatever it is that is hiding. Whatever is hiding and is dealing with you. He exposes, he said, he exposes, he makes bare the forest. And in his temple, everyone says, because after now, mark my words, today is the 28th day of May. 2023, you will mark it in your calendar because every 
of your petition. You will come with your sheets rejoicing. I stand on the rock of ages. I stand on the word of God. I stand on Jesus Christ. I have not come in my name. Who am I without God? I have come in the name of the Lord. And the Lord says, according to the time of life, that at the time beautiful for him, you will come with your sheets rejoicing. And you will give glory to him. He said in his temple, everyone talks of his glory. Because it will be evident that it's not by your power, not by your might, but by the glory of God. But by God who has spoken to that situation in the mighty name of Jesus. In his temple, everyone says glory. The Lord sat enthroned at the flood. Maybe your own description is also a flood. And the Bible said that when the enemy rushes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise its standard against it. You have God. You have God. You have God. And the Lord sits as king forever. Look at verse 11. Maybe you are still saying, Pastor Funke, you do. Yes, I know I have God, I have this, but I don't have strength. Look at what verse 11 says. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. That is the end of the conclusion, the conclusion of the end. That says that every strength you need, strength is supplied to you. Can you say strength is supplied to me? Oh, in the form of wisdom, it is supplied. In the form of peace, it is supplied. In, in whatever form that you need him, oh, strength is supplied. In the form of help, it is supplied to you. In the form of clarity, it is supplied to you. In the form of leading, it is supplied to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, strength is supplied to me. Strength is supplied to me. And then he said, the Lord will bless his people with peace. Oh, God. And here I realize that peace is a blessing. Peace can be a blessing in its overflowing. Oh Lord, bless me with peace in abundance, in abundance, in abundance, in abundance, in the name of Jesus. May his favor be upon you in a thousand generations, in your family, in your children, in their children, in their children. Please, let's face where our children are and begin to declare over them. Face that, stretch your hands towards our children. Stretch your hands towards them. These are our next generation pastors, our next generation prophets, our next generation presidents, our next generation researchers, doctors, lawyers, policy makers, the ones who will change and reshape in the future. Come and go ahead and bless them. Oh, they will not be instruments to the devil. Rather, they will be God workmanship. Created for his glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Our children are fashioned according to how the Lord has decided they will be. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jafra and the Legadosa, Zutema Limbregadosa, Tayadabosa, Rabba Lagadosa, the Regadesa Tema Jafra and the Legadosa, Jekedosa, Toma Limbracadosata, Rabba Legadesa Tayabosa, come and keep blessing them. Bless your children. Go ahead and bless them.
Reclaim your hands on your children. 